Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. Well, peace be unto you all. I thank God for blessing us to be here again. God has been so gracious unto us. He's done a lot. I praise God for every opportunity that he has given us. I praise God because every time I see you guys, all of you, it lets me see that there is fight. When we give up and we don't go to church, and we that means that the fight is going out. It's, it's a sacrifice to go to church every Sunday. It's a sacrifice to go to church Wednesdays and Fridays. It's always a sacrifice, but when you do those sacrifices, they are well-pleasing in the sight of God. We cannot compare our little bit of suffering and what we sacrifice to, we cannot even kind of compare it to what God has in store for all of us. Waking us up this morning was a blessing. It was a gift that we got from God. Forgiving us is a gift. The strength that we have, the eyesight that we have, people waking up blind they wake up with a stroke they wake up with a heart attack some don't even wake up and yet we are still here healthy and in our right minds it is a blessing of the lord it is a gift of god it is not something to take for granted or to take lightly of but to give thanks today we're going to be talking about blessing not only receiving blessings but how to bless god we're going to be covering some scriptures psalms 34 we're going to go to Deuteronomy 28, 13, Proverbs 18, 16, Psalms 105, 2, Psalms 107, 31, and Ephesians chapter 4. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for being so gracious unto us. Thank you, my Father, for this opportunity. Lord, let this word go forth and let me not say anything according to the flesh, but only spiritual, my God. Let this seed be planted upon good ground that we may bring forth a hundredfold. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God has been so, so good to us. Lately, I've, well, for a while, for about the past two years, I've been having a lot of dreams and they progress as I go. First, I used to dream that I was always fighting. I was always fighting the devil and I would win, but I would fight and fight and fight. And I know in reality, I hit harder than that. But in my dream, I would be hitting and hitting and hitting. And it was like he didn't feel anything. Like I had no strength, but I would win eventually, but it would bother me when I would wake up because I felt spiritually like I was that weak, that I was fighting and fighting and, and winning, but I knew that there was so much more. Well, not too long ago, I believe I shared the dream with you guys that I had, and there was a group of young people, and it was a bunch of chaos. And I was preaching in this chaos, but people weren't really listening to me, and then finally... 
somebody came and took me out of the fight and took me to this place and it wasn't heaven but it was just out of that fight and most of this congregation was there and I was really happy to see everybody and I guess my preaching in that area had been done because you know when when you preach and people either listen or don't listen you only have you only preach for a certain amount of time and then God will move you to somewhere else if they're not listening so and then I woke up and I was like well that was a great you know dream and then I had another dream that there was another battle it was a, a, a war outside and I don't know what was happening but there was a lot of young people that wanted to go against what was happening and in my dream we weren't supposed to be praying we weren't supposed to be reading it was we were restricted and these young people they wanted to pray and they wanted to read and they asked me would I lead them in this prayer but when they asked me I said yes but I knew if we start we can't stop I knew that if I started praying that it was going to be a fight that we couldn't stop in the middle of it. We had to finish it. So I was trying in my dream, I was trying to gather stronger soldiers to help me fight because those young people that I was with, they didn't seem that they were ready to go all the way. But that when I woke up, I was like, you know what, you're not supposed to do that. When people want to fight for God, let them fight for God. You know, we can't judge and say who's strong enough to fight for God and who's not strong enough to fight for God. And at that time, I was preaching in this church and I was trying to pamper everybody a little bit too much. And God was saying, these are my children, they're not that much infants. You don't need to pamper them that much. You know, take care of them and feed them, but don't pamper them that much. They're not infants. So as the dreams progressed, it was actually my walk with God in my spiritual walk with God then I had a dream not too long ago and I shared it with you that I was standing before somebody and it was the end times not the end of the world but people's lives and they were trying to plead and beg and while they told me and he told me and the one that was killing people was not paying attention to them at all it was either you did good or you didn't and then that one called me up there and I didn't see his face or anything but he called me up there and when he called me up there he told me to show these people had a fight. And so all of my dreams, I've been teaching people how to fight. So I began to pray, Lord, teach me how to teach people. Because if I know how to fight, then I can teach somebody else. But if I don't know how to fight, I can't teach somebody else how to fight. And the Lord has begun to teach me how to fight that I can teach others. And one good way to fight and to win is to praise God. Because the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of Israel. And when you praise God and you begin to lift up the name of Jesus, he is the one that inhabits those praises. And when Jesus inhabits those praises, he inhabits you. And when he has you, you don't have nothing to worry about. Jesus told his disciples, he said, pray that you will not enter into temptation the devil will tempt you but if you are praising God and keep your mind on God you won't fall for the temptations that the devil has for you so if we learn how to praise God we will be a lot stronger in our spiritual walk no matter what happens if we learn to say thank you Jesus about something we will be a lot stronger when they got Paul and they got Silas and they threw them into prison. Not only were they in prison, but they were bound as they were in prison. But when they began to give God thanks and to praise God, that jail shook. 
Because the Bible says, tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord. When you begin to give God thanks and you begin to praise him no matter what your situation is, things begin to change. Because God takes your problem, he inhabits the praises of Israel, and when God is on the scene, you don't have nothing to worry about. He will fix any problem. He will fight any battle. He will help you win when he's with you. Praise the Lord is the key thing that we need to do. We're going to turn to Psalms, the 34th chapter. It says in Psalms 34, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. You know, when you start to praise God, things begin to change. You know, when you when, when they went to fight the battle of Jericho, they compassed the city round about seven times. But on that seventh time, they shouted. And when they shouted, that wall came tumbling down. No wall, no situation, no battle can stand between you and God if you give God praise. If you shout the victory, you will get the victory. If you shout praise, God will inhabit it. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Praise the Lord. In another part in Psalms, it says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. We need to learn how to praise God. We might be going through some things sometimes and it might get hard. But when it gets hard, if you can start thinking of the goodness of the Lord and begin to give praise, it was said on Friday what testimonies are. And the testimonies are the good things that God has done. And when you begin to say what good things God has done and you begin to say, you know what, it might be hard today, but God has brought me from this. He has took me out of that. He brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. He has healed people. He changed the water into wine. He has parted the Red Sea. They walked on dry ground. God can do anything. When you begin to lift up the name of Jesus, he said, I will draw all men unto me. And when God begins to collect his army, you ain't got nothing to worry about. He said, send help from thy sanctuary and strengthen me out of Zion. All you got to do is begin to praise God. Another scripture says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God. It is God's will for us to give thanks. It doesn't, it's not that easy to give thanks all the time. You see your children acting crazy and it's not that easy to start thanking God. You see your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever it is, be start acting some sort of type of way. It's not that easy. When your bills are coming up and you ain't got no money, it's not that easy to just start praising God. When you don't know which way to turn and the devil's fighting you from every direction, it's not that easy to praise God, but it's not impossible. And if we learn now, before times get even worse, because this is not as bad as it's going to get. It's only going to get worse because the end is drawing near. And if we're alive when they say mark of the beast or death, where is our heart? If we're alive when they begin to say you have to have one religion, how well will we stand? If we're alive when they start saying you got to have this chip to say what you're worth, how strong will we be? When they say you can't buy or sell, how strong will we be if we're still alive? If we learn how to give God praise now, 
no matter well how bad it may get, we'll know how to do it then. If we can't do it now, we're definitely not going to be able to do it then. If we get a little problem today and we can't give God things, what are we going to do when they got a guillotine and we're looking at it and they're saying mark of the beast or guillotine? How are we going to give God praise then if we can't do it just because I couldn't pay the truck payment? How can we give God praise then if we can't do it now? Let us practice to give God praise now. We're going to Deuteronomy 28, 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that all the curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. So he's saying don't turn from the right hand or to the left. When you read the Bible, if it says do it, do it. If it says don't, don't. Don't turn, don't deviate. The Bible says lean not on your own understanding. Don't read the Bible and then say, why well, I don't think that it means that way. If you don't think it means that way, go find it because it will be in here more than once. I have learned that over the years, if you read the Bible and you think it means something, if it does, it'll say it more than once because out of the mouth of two or three, let every word be established. So if you read something one time somewhere and you say, I think this is what it means, you will be able to find it written again in the Bible. If it doesn't say it the second time, then you might be interpreting it wrong if it doesn't say it more than once. And I have learned that throughout the years of studying the Bible. So when you read it, believe it, follow it. Because don't turn to the right hand or to the left because all those curses that he said he'll keep away from you, he'll bring them. Everything that he said he wouldn't let happen to you, he will. If you don't keep the commandments. And one way to keep the commandments, if it seems hard, is just to start praising God. See, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And when we don't have the joy of the Lord, we don't have strength. The devil, the first thing he tries to do is to get you away from the joy of the Lord. Look at how big that problem is. You can't face that, and everybody knows you can't face it. And when you begin to start looking at it, your joy begins to leave because you know you can't handle it. But when you face your problems and the devil begins to tell you it's too big, you can tell him it might be too big for me, but I know somebody that parted the Red Sea. I know somebody that changed water into wine. I know somebody that said, he, where is Lazarus? And they said, by this time, he stinks. He's been dead for four days. And Jesus said, roll the stone away. And he called him and he lived. That's the kind of God that we serve. So no matter what our little problems may seem to be, give God thanks. When it gets too hard, begin to praise God. Find something to thank him for. You have a lot to be grateful for. If it's not, Lord, I thank you for waking me up every single day in my right mind. If you just give God praise about that, I don't care if you have to repeat it. Because the angels, they fell down and they say, holy, holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And they say it over and over and over again. So if you cannot think of something else, just thank him for waking you up another day. Thank him for something and your problems won't be that big. 
Peter walked on the water until he looked at what he was walking on. Then he began to drown. But until then, he was doing just fine, walking over the same thing he thought was going to kill him. Your problems, they're only as big as you let them be. When they begin to get big, begin to praise God. And when you begin to praise God, you'll see that they're not really that big. Because the devil can only do what God allows him to do. And when God is with you, he can't do that much. The devil is limited, especially when God is with you. Now, when you leave the presence of the Lord, then yeah, you do have big problems. You got some serious issues. But if you stay with the Lord, we're going to Proverbs 18, 16. A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. The lot causeth contentions to cease, and parteth between the mighty. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. Okay. See, a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. You know what the devil tries to do in the church? Tries to make people go against each other in the church. He tries to start sparking things up. Well, did you see what Pastor Allen said? Well, did you hear what missionary said? Did you hear what the deacon said? He, he tries to start throwing this in there. And if for some reason one of us was offended and we left the church, do you know it's harder to bring that person back than it is to conquer a whole city? When people get hurt in a church, it is hard to get them to go back to church because they have been hurt where they were supposed to find comfort. They have been hurt where they were supposed to be loved. They have been pushed away where they were supposed to be gathered. We cannot allow that to happen. When we hear somebody talk bad about somebody in the church, we need to tell them, you know what, take that up with them and God, not me. Because we don't want to look bad about each other. We are supposed to help each other, comfort each other, lift each other up, protect each other in a way of speaking, not put each other down. Don't let the devil come in and fill us up with this uh, he said, she said stuff. This church is where we're supposed to be comforted. The church is where we're supposed to be able to praise God. When we get hurt out there, we're supposed to know we can call for help. Anybody in the church, we can call for help. Look, I'm struggling. I'm hurting. I need help. And we can praise the Lord together. He said, let us exalt the Lord together. I don't need to do it by myself. I should be able to call any one of you and be like, look, I'm struggling. We need to praise the Lord. And you guys are supposed to be like, you know what? God has been good to us and remind me of how good God is. And I'm supposed to remind you of how good God is. And when we begin to exalt the name of the Lord together, he said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. We're supposed to be a church of comfort, passion, love, not anything else. We need to let this be in this church. Nothing but love and compassion. And a man's gifts will make room for him. If you have the love of God, it's going to make room for you. If you have any kind of gift from God, it's going to make room for you. And you'll be able to use what God has given you. Love, compassion, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost, and whatever other gift you have will make room for you. You might go to church and say, I've been sitting in church and I really want to do more and all I'm doing is sitting there. Don't give up. Don't give up because that gift that God has given you is going to use it. It's going to be used. Stay where you are. Stay planted in God. And when you feel like you want to do more, what do you need to do? Give God praise. Thank him for what you have. Thank him for that desire you have to want to run. Thank him for the desire that you have that you want to serve the Lord. Thank him for it so that it won't go out. So many people, they start going to church and then God doesn't move as fast as they think he should and they quit. Probably right before God was going to say, okay, here. 
and they just give up. Don't give up. Praise ye the Lord. We're going to Psalms 105, verse 2. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wonder, wondrous works. Amen. Talk about the goodness of the Lord. Sometimes when, when I'm going through something, I'll be at work and I begin to get frustrated at work, especially if I know how to do something and for some reason I just can't. It bothers me very, very bad. And so I try not to because getting angry is not good. So I try not to. And sometimes I'll just start singing. Just start singing. I don't care. Just just start singing. It, it doesn't matter. And before you know it, it's fine. You know, and it's not that big of a deal. Just sing songs unto the Lord in your heart. The Bible says make melody in your hearts unto God. Sing a new song. Sometimes if you can't think of something, just make something. They call it freestyle. Just do that. Praise the Lord. Whatever you do, just praise the Lord. You want to win? Begin to praise the Lord. You're feeling sad? Watch. Begin to praise the Lord. I haven't seen anybody sad when they thought of what God brought them from. When you start feeling down and you start saying, you know what, boy, I used to be this alcoholic and the Lord delivered me. I'm pretty sure you'll start smiling. When you start thinking of what God has done for you, you begin to get happy. And what happens when you get happy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You'll be able to stand up and fight like you need to if you're happy in the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 107, 31. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Keep going. Let him exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. See, in the congregation, you don't have to just praise him by yourself. That's one thing that is good about testifying. That is lifting up the name of Jesus in the congregation. When you stand up and you testify of the good things that God has done for you in the congregation, the devil hates when we praise God. If you want to make him mad, begin to praise God for several reasons. One, he knows that when he starts praising God, God's going to inhabit it, and there goes my limits. When they begin to praise God, they're going to get happy, and there goes my limits. Because the happier they get in God, the stronger they get, and the more I can't defeat them. When you praise God, there's so much to gain by giving thanks. Peter, when he was in prison, he was shackled. But what happened on the outside? the Bible says that they didn't stop praying. They kept on praying. And the angel of the Lord went into the prison and shook him and said, put on your sandals and get up. The shackles, nobody needed no key. They just fell off. When you praise God, there's power because God is there. And when he came out of that prison and he began to walk, that gate opened to them on its own accord. And you know, metal does not have a brain. But the Bible says that the gate opened on its own accord. Nobody pushed no buttons. Nobody told it to. God himself didn't even tell the gate to open. It opened on its own accord. When you praise God and God is with you, every obstacle in your way will move. Everything that's bothering you will come to an end when you just praise the Lord. Don't stop praying. Don't stop giving thanks. Don't stop being thankful. Just praise the Lord and you will be just fine. Everything will work out together for your good if you praise the Lord. He said, he that loves me keeps my commandments. And one of the commandments is to give thanks. For this is the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. So if we give thanks, we're keeping one of the commandments. To give thanks, to praise God, to lift him up in, in psalm and in stance. You know the word bless? The word bless means to praise, to give thanks. 
to speak well, to exalt, to kneel down, to speak words invoking divine favor, to speak of the excellence of someone. To give a blessing is to act kindly and impart benefits to the one being blessed. You know, the Bible says what you do to the least one, you do it unto me. If you want to bless God, begin to praise his, praise him, to begin to lift him up, begin to exalt him, begin to say how good he is. And if you want to bless him some more, bless one another, encourage one another in the Lord. What you do to me, you're doing it to God. What we do to each other, we're doing it to God. We're not just doing it to people, we're doing it to the Lord. So if I see you struggling, or if you see me, or we see each other struggling, and we encourage each other, we are encouraging the Lord. If we lift each other up, we're lifting up Jesus. If we're going to hear and slander and talk bad and put each other down, guess what? We're doing that to Jesus. Slandering him, putting him down. We don't want to do that. You want to bless God? bless each other you want to praise God lift each other up and watch what he does for you because you will reap what you sow so if you sow praise guess what you're gonna reap praise if you sow love you're gonna reap love if you sow compassion you're gonna reap compassion if you sow obedience you're gonna reap obedience you will reap what you sow Praise the Lord, because God is always praising us. He said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man, you have made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. God is always giving to us. Now it's time for us to give to him the glory due to his name. We're going to Ephesians chapter 4. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascendeth, up on high he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men now that he ascended what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ amen god has given us all gifts every one of us has a gift some we may know and some we may not but if we give god praise and thank him for what he has given us he'll show us what we're supposed to do how is it that god's not going to speak to us if he's dwelling with us when you live with somebody, you talk to that person, even if it may not be a long conversation, you still talk to that person. If God is living with us, he'll talk to us. He'll show us what he wants. He'll teach us what we need to know. He'll tell us what our gifts are. He'll teach us how to use them. We just need to let him inhabit our praises. Praise ye the Lord. It is so important to praise God. It is so important to praise God at all times. The Bible says his praises shall continually be in my mouth. No matter what your situation is after today, praise him. Begin to give God thanks. If it looks bad, find something to say thank you for. When you wake up, at least give him some praise. 
in the morning. I remember, I don't know who said it, but they said when you wake up, you have to be dressed for the occasion, Eric. You have to be dressed for the occasion. When you wake up and you don't put on the armor, you got problems. You are very, very vulnerable. But when you wake up in the morning and you put on the armor of God, you're ready for the day. You need to be dressed at all times for the day. And the Bible tells us what to wear. And if we give God praise, we'll be doing just fine. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Remember, saints, praise God. We're going to open the altar if anyone wants prayer. Just come up. Thank you, Heavenly Father, my God. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you, my Father, for everything that you have done for us. My Father, I'm asking that if we've committed any sins, you will forgive us, my God, and renew a right spirit within us, my God. Cast everything that is not like you away from us, O oh Lord God. Purge us and we shall be clean. Wash us and we shall be whiter than snow. My Father, if we have done anything amiss, I'm asking that you will forgive us, my God, and that you will cast it into the sea and remember it no more, my God. And Lord, let us be a chosen generation. Let us be a peculiar people. Let us be fit for the master's use. In the mighty name of Jesus, my Father, strengthen each and every one of us. And Lord, teach us how to give you praise. Teach us how to give you glory. Teach us how to give you honor. Teach us how to be thankful. No matter what the situation is, create us a clean heart uh, and fill it with praise uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, my God, remember Eric, oh Lord, uh, grant him traveling mercies uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, my God, bless him to take him care of him. Uh, send your angels before him. Uh, prepare the way for him, my God. Uh, bless him as he goes. Bless him when he's there. Uh, and bless him to come back home safely. Uh, in Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Uh, Bless his spiritual walk in the mighty name of Jesus. Order every step that he takes in Jesus' wonderful mighty name. My God, I thank you and I praise you, oh Lord God. Remember Adam in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, you are the only one that knows what he needs. You know his heart's desire, my God. And Lord, my God, when he begins to talk to people, let him just give you the praise and the glory that you are the one that will feed him. You are the one that will open his mouth. You are the one that will help him to use the gifts that you have given unto him, my God. My Father, teach him how to praise you like nobody has ever seen before uh, that the praises uh, you will inhabit uh, you will be one with him uh, in the mighty name of Jesus uh, and he will be one with you oh Lord God my father restore unto us the joy of thy salvation oh God Lord, every battle, let us count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations, knowing that the trial of our faith 
is more precious than gold though it be tried seven times my father her faith is more precious than she will ever imagine Lord teach her how to give thanks when things don't look good teach her how to say thank you when things seem overwhelming teach her how to give you praise that you will live with her and she will live with you let every problem be like the waves of the sea and let her walk all over them in the mighty name of Jesus for you are the God of comfort you're the God of peace you're the God of healing you're the God of restoration you are all that she needs in the name of Jesus remember her son Ezekiel my God bless him and keep him and strengthen him let him know that you are the one that is there mend this family in Jesus wonderful mighty going through. You know the struggles. You know the trials. He seems, my God, that he is worn down. He is tired, my God. But Lord, on the seventh day, you rested from all of your work. My God, say unto him to rest and let him rest in you. Let him lean on you in the mighty name of Jesus. Teach him how to give thanks, my Father, in Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Philip, just begin to give God thanks, and all of these problems will be over. My Father, remember, Lord, oh, Lord God. My Father, my God, Lord, we believe, but help thou our unbelief. We know that you can do it, but help us to believe that you will. We know, my God. Lord God, help her unbelief in the name of Jesus. My Father, give her the desires of her heart according to your will. Give her the strength. Give her the belief in the name of Jesus. Lord, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Bless us to know what the Spirit saying. My Father, and bless her and keep her and strengthen her in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Just let it go in the name of Jesus. My Father, I thank you and I praise you, my Father. In Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Lord, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you and I praise you and I glorify your name. Lord, I thank you and I praise you, my God. Father, for what you have done. Lord, teach us, my God, and bless us the interpretation of tongues to be revealed to whoever it is with my God. Teach us, oh Lord God, how to interpret in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you and I glorify your wonderful mighty name, oh Lord God. so good to each and every one of us, my Father. Lord God, create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, my God. Lord, you are worthy to be praised, oh Lord God. My Father, for the rest of this week, oh Lord God, teach us how to give you thanks. Teach us how to give you glory and honor because all power belongs unto you, oh God, in heaven and in earth. And I thank you and I praise you, my God. 
Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Lord, don't cast us away. But bless us and be pleased to call us your friends. Be pleased to take us for your inheritance. Be pleased, my God, to be with your servants and lead us and guide us in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you, may He keep you, may He shine His face always upon you, and may He forever keep you in mind.